Hello there, welcome back to the Blissful Biz Podcast. And today I want to talk about websites because we haven't done that in a while. If you've been following me for a while, or maybe you are even one of my students in Blissful Websites or one of my website clients, you know that websites are kind of my jam. I've had to do with websites since my first internship that I did Oh my God, back in 1997 is really this long ago. Um, so I was responsible for the website of a small bank in Germany, back then the advanced bank. It doesn't exist anymore. And then after I finished university, I started working in digital advertising and agencies. And I worked on websites for clients like Coca-Cola or BMW, really all the big brands. So I've worked with top designers, art directors, developers, copywriters, and branding experts. And with over 20 years of experience, I learned a thing or two of what works when it comes to websites and what doesn't work. And today I'm sharing all my best tips with you. So stay tuned. Hey there, welcome to the Blissful Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Susanne Reicher, here to help yoga and wellness entrepreneurs build a thriving online business. If you're ready to make a bigger impact and earn money online, you are in the right place. Each week you learn about websites, digital products, social media strategies, and what's working now to build your online business. And now let's get started. Okay, let's do this. My first tip is keep it simple. Ha, I know, easier said than done. But if in doubt, if you're unsure what to do design-wise or what to put on your website, I would always say keep it simple, especially when you're just starting out. When it's your first website, you probably don't need an elaborate tool for students to book a call with you, for example. Simply use a contact form that people can use to send you a message. That works just as well. Um, later on, of course, when you are when you have more traffic, you have more students, more clients, then you can upgrade all the features on your website. But when you're just starting out, keep it simple. And the same principle applies to how you structure your website and the design. Keep it simple, and you'll make your website visitors happy. And it'll make your life easier as well. It's so easy to get stuck because you want everything to be perfect and just right. And before you know it, you've been working on your website for six months or longer already. Are you guilty of that? Yeah, you're not alone. Except that you can update your website at a later time and that it doesn't have to be perfect. Done is always better than perfect. And also stay away from fancy add-ons and features when you're just getting started. You probably don't need them yet. And when it comes to design, limit the use of fonts, colors, and animations, which can distract and confuse your visitors. This also means keep it simple. Okay, moving on, tip number two is content first. In a nutshell, I want you to spend more time on the content of your website, especially the copy, than on the design. Most people do it exactly the other way around. They spend days agonizing about the color of a button and the fonts, and when it comes to writing copy, they just throw some sentences together. 
It's not that the design isn't important. And of course, you should have a pretty website. I mean, we all want to have a gorgeous-looking website, myself included. But the copy is what will convert your website visitors into paying clients. It's your messaging. It's the words you have on your website that will get them to want to sign up and work with you. I really think that you can get away with a not-so-great-looking website if your messaging is right, if your copy is great. And I've seen lots of examples, actually. But the other way, no. You really need to get your message, your copy right. So plan some time for this step. Really think about what you want to say on your website. Maybe even get a copywriter on board. That's actually a great idea in many cases. I still write all my copy on my website myself, but... Yeah, I'm thinking actually about hiring a copywriter for my sales pages and for all that. It's going to save me time and they probably can do it better. But when you're just starting out, you can write your copy yourself. It's totally possible. Um, just make sure that you plan some time for this. Like when you have your website project, so you plan like to set up your website, also plan some time to really sit there and write your website content. And you probably have to do this in a few steps. So you write on it, like, and then you um, leave it and come back to it a day later or a few days later, check everything, give it someone else to write. Really see it as an important part of your website projects. Next, um, when it comes to write for your website, try not to have long, long paragraphs with text. Instead, keep it short and to the point and use short paragraphs and bullet points and subheadlines to make the information more scannable and likely to be read. Um, scannable is important because we don't read websites like we read articles or a book. Instead, we tend to scan the content. So it needs to be shorter so you can quickly glimpse it when you look at it. And that's why paragraphs and subheadlines are really important. And also important, do a grammar and spelling check before you go online, please. A few small mistakes are no issue, of course. It doesn't have to be perfect. But when your copy is full of mistakes, it just looks lazy and it's really irritating and it won't reflect positively on your brand. Tip number three is to tell people what you do. This may sound obvious, but so many people forget about this. Just because you know what you do and what your offers are doesn't mean that your website visitors will. It's important to let people know who you are and what you do right away so they don't feel confused when they visit your website. So in your headline on your homepage, the first words that your website visitors read, it shouldn't just say something like, welcome to my website. This isn't going to explain anything to anyone. Instead, you could say something like, helping busy people stretch and relax with yoga, group and private sessions in South London. The point is to make it clear what you do and who you're working with or want to work with. It's also a great idea to add your location if you are a location-based business. So if you are teaching yoga in South London, for example, put that in the headline of your homepage. This will also help you to get found on Google, right? 
I also recommend that you put your three main offers on your homepage. For, so what you do, for example, with the headline, work with me or my offers. And then you list the three things next to each other that are most relevant to your website visitors. So that are most relevant to people who come to your website. This is important. Most relevant to your website visitors, not necessarily to you. For example, when you're a yoga teacher, you might have people coming to your website who already know you, and they just want to know the schedule when you're teaching. So schedule could be the first offer, the first thing to direct people to your online schedule, right? So um, it's always the point of your three offers is to direct people to the next step to take. So this is how you get them to your paid offers. So. So schedule could be the number the first, then maybe you offer private sessions or coaching calls, and this could be offered too. And then maybe you also have a digital product that you're selling, like an online meditation course. This could be offer three. I like to keep it at three things because this keeps it easy for your website visitors. Again, as I said before, you want to keep it simple. If you have a list of 10 things you do on your homepage, this would be a lot of information for people to get through before they get to your content, before they take action. And most people won't do that. They won't read everything, let's face it. So attention spams are crazy low online. So keep it to three offers here, and you can have your other offers on your offer page, for example. And here you can list them all, and people who will go to that page They probably are interested in this content and want all the information they can get. What you also want to do is to make sure you focus on a way for people to take the next step with you on every single page on your website. Sometimes people use their website like a library chucked full of content. They then forget they need ways for people to join the email list or buy from them or sign up for a class. You need to make sure you are clear on the next step always. Tip number four is more technical and it's to obtain a good domain name. Your domain name, also known as your website address, is the entry point to your website. So for example, my domain name is susannereike.com. Here are some tips for coming up with an optimal domain name. First, choose one that's easy to spell. That's kind of obvious, right? So try not to use slang, made up, or extremely esoteric words. When you want to use your name and it's difficult to spell, you have to consider if it's working. So um, it always depends. It's really depending on the name. So my name isn't very usual for English speakers and it's not too easy to spell, but I think it's still okay. So at least I haven't heard otherwise. Um, but there are definitely names that are way more difficult to spell and where I would recommend using something else beside the name. So, um, so you can play around that and be creative. Um, maybe use something with yoga, um, Jane does yoga, or I don't know, um, something that you add to your name, to your first name. Maybe you can use a, an abbreviation or a nickname. Um, so you have to be creative here. Then um, another tip, keep it as short as possible. The shorter your domain is, the easier it is to remember and type correctly. You can also be creative when it comes to your domain extension. 
So I recommend that you try to get a .com domain name unless your business is in a different country and language beside English. So for example, when you're in Germany, you can get a .de. When you are, have a local business in the UK, you can get a .co.uk. Um, but if you have a business in the US or in, in the English language, .com is normally most, the most preferred um, domain extension. But of course, it isn't always possible. And it's also okay to use something like .co or even a creative name like .yoga. This won't affect your Google ranking, so you don't have to worry about that. Google is way smarter than that today. But of course, it's more difficult for people to remember because .com is so common. That's why .com is always like the best, um, the best option. Um, another tip when it comes to domain names, avoid numbers and hyphens. They are harder to remember and less elegant, I think, and less memorable than word-only domain names. And they may also be misunderstood when vocalizing the domain name. Though this also depends on the language. In Germany, I don't know why, but hyphens are quite common, actually. And finally, research the domain name. So when you have found your dream domain name, you're like, yay, and it's available as well. You still want to research it. So Google it to see if a similar website address already exists online and make sure it does not contain any registered trademarks. Then when you have your domain name, the next step would be to purchase your hosting when you want to set up a self-hosted website, for example, with WordPress. Um, this is what I teach in my course, Blissful Websites or to sign up with a website builder like Wix or Squarespace. And then you can also register your domain name through them. Which brings me to tip number five, the last tip for today. And this is you need to keep control over your website. This is really close to my heart. You need to know how to change things. This is so important. You need to know how to add a new offer, how to update something or delete a page from your navigation menu. This doesn't mean you have to do everything yourself. But if you hire someone to build your website for you, like me, for example, make sure that he or she shows you how to update your website. So my, student, uh, my website clients, they get access to videos where I show them step-by-step -step how to do things like create a blog post, change copy on their page, update their website, plugins and themes, um, how to add a new event, everything. Not every website designer does that, but you should at least get a tutorial session with a recording where they show you how to do updates. You do not want to be dependent on someone else for every little thing on your website. For the big things like adding a new page for a new project, sure, and you can plan for this. But for little things like text changes or a new event, you want to be able to add them to your website as fast as possible and not wait for weeks until your website person has found time in their schedule. This can be um, really bad um, when you have a friend helping you building your website um, and then you feel bad asking them to do updates because they are busy or because um, you don't really pay them. They just don't find the time to do it. Yeah, so this can get really stressful. And so trust me, you really want to be able to do little things yourself. 
Whatever platform you use, doesn't matter if it's WordPress, Squarespace, Wix, Joomla, or something else, make sure that you find your way around your website. Sometimes I think people see a website like a flyer. You launch it and then you forget about it. It's final and you don't have to touch it anymore. It's like it went to print and that's it. And this couldn't be further away from what I think you should do. I'm not updating my website all the time, but I see it as a, as a kind of living thing. For example, I add new blog posts every week and I make sure that it's well maintained and updated. And there you have it, five tips to get a website your business deserves. Number one, keep it simple. Number two, content first. Number three, tell people what you do. Number four, obtain a good domain name. And number five, keep control. There are a lot more things you can do to, do, to get a great website, obviously. But if you keep those things in mind, you're already way ahead in the game. What does all of this mean for you? First off, I just want to make sure you are not asking the question, do I really need a website, Susanne? Because yes, yes, you do. In this day and age, you definitely need a website. I call this your central hub um, or your online home. You never ever want to rely on social media like Facebook or Instagram or YouTube as your central hub. They can change today or tomorrow or over the next year and you are going to lose your momentum or your control. So do not bank on anything that is not yours. I think you need a website 100%. But I don't think you need a super fancy website. Mine's not super fancy. It doesn't have a lot of bells and whistles, but it represents me well. It's easy to navigate and it's streamlined. I think that is important here. So I hope this was helpful for you. Um, I'm going to talk more about websites in the upcoming weeks, so stay tuned for that. Thanks so much for being here and I talk to you again next week. Until then, bye for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Blissful Biz Podcast. If you like the show, please leave a review on iTunes. This would mean the world to me. And of course, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to never miss a new episode. To learn more about how to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, my courses and membership, or to get instant access to freebies, workshops, and more, go to susannereicher.com right now. Thanks for tuning in and see you next time. Hey there, interrupting for a short announcement. I'm hosting a virtual bootcamp to help you kickstart your online business from May 6th to May 10th, and I would love to see you there. It's the Make Your First or Next $5,000 online bootcamp, and you can save your spot for this free virtual event when you go to my website, susannereicher.com forward slash bootcamp. That's S-U-S-A-N-N-E-R-I-E-K-E-R.com forward slash bootcamp. I'm going to go live every day from Monday to Friday with a live training on how to elevate your vision, choose your profitable niche, amplify your content, nail down your signature offer to make your first or next $5,000. 
I can't believe how freaking fun, valuable, and powerful this virtual event is going to be. You'll get five live stream trainings, all of the recordings in case you can't make it live or need to leave early, access to my new community, the Midlife Biz Hive, including tons of additional trainings for you to dive in, the chance to ask any questions in our calls or in the community. It'll be amazing. This event is a real game changer, whether you're just starting out or you've been at it for a while, but feeling a bit stuck around the maybe $2,000 to $3,000 monthly mark. If you're eager for more and ready to figure out the online business puzzle, this is the perfect place to kickstart your journey to bigger and better results.